What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you keep growing. Hey, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host, and I'm the author of the book, How to Be a Better Person. And what do you know? It's the 4th of July. Happy 4th. Let's get some financial freedom happening around here. What do you say? Maybe you've got some money in savings, and I know you're spending money every month. Is there a way to get your savings and your spending to put more money in your pocket? Yes. Yes, it is possible. I'm covering two ways you can get the money that you already have or that you're already spending to help you earn more money. It's part of a week of episodes on earning more money, and it's a continuation of last week's theme, which was about easy but powerful ways to save money. Now that inflation is here and a recession is looming, let's put ourselves in a better position for whatever economic delights are headed our way. You may not have even realized it, but if you have any money in a typical savings account, it is earning next to no interest, like maybe 0.03%. But this year, in 2022, inflation has risen to 8.3%. That means that every month that your money is earning crap for interest, you are basically losing a ton of money. It is possible to earn more interest on the money that you want to keep handy, which is what a savings account is for. It's money that you want to be able to access for emergencies or maybe planned purchases that you're saving up for. You don't want to invest it in the market because you might lose it altogether. You don't want to lock it up in a CD because you're going to need it in the next couple of months. But if you have a regular savings account, you really need to think about opening up what's known as a high yield savings account. Because just this switch from a regular savings account to a high yield savings account is going to help you earn more interest. Now, to be clear, high yield savings accounts aren't coming close to matching inflation rates, but they are paying just a crap ton more interest than your typical savings account. As I'm writing this episode, you can find a number of high yield savings account options that are paying 1.25, 1.5, or even 1.6% interest. That's up from these high yield savings accounts offering 0.9 interest just a few weeks ago when I first started researching this episode. So those rates are rising. And even though they're still pretty low, they are hundreds times more than 0.03 and 0.05 that most typical savings accounts are offering. These high yield savings accounts are offered typically only by online only banks. Since they don't have to pay for brick and mortar locations, these online only banks can pass the savings on to you. It does mean that if you open up one of these high yield savings accounts with one of these online banks that you'll probably have to have your savings account with a different company than you have your checking account. And that is a different way of doing things. But with electronic transfers between bank accounts happening so quickly these days, I really don't think you'll notice the difference when it comes to accessing your money. You will have to have another username and password for your high yield savings account that's different from the one for your checking account. And I get that that is a pain. Trust me, (laughs) passwords, I get it. They're so 
oh, they drive me crazy. But let's just look at the numbers here. If you start your savings account in a regular savings account with really low interest, let's say you put in $1,000 and then you invest $100 a month for a year, which sounds like a lot. But last week I talked about plugging up the leaks in your budget. And I bet that you could find $100 a month that you no longer have to spend if you listen to that episode. So I hope you'll go back and listen to it. And then not only do you not spend it, but you save it. If you save it in a traditional savings account, you would earn a whopping 46 cents in interest in a year. (laughs) That is not a lot of incentive to save your money, but it is really helpful to have a little bit of emergency savings, at least a couple hundred dollars, a thousand dollars. Sounds like a lot, but really, ideally, in an emergency account, you would have six months worth of expenses or at the minimum, three months worth of expenses. I don't know many people who could live for three months, certainly not six months on a thousand dollars. But anyway, it's a nice even number and it's somewhere to start. So let's imagine that you have $1,000 that you put into a high yield savings account and you are also depositing, you set up $100 automatic deduction every month because you saved that money from plugging up the leaks in your account again, but your high yield savings account earns 1.25% interest. So over the course of the next year, you'd earn $20 in interest. I get that this number is not going to blow you away either, but The difference between 46 cents in interest and $20 in interest is an over 4,000% increase. The sooner you set up a high yield savings account, the sooner you start earning that higher 4,000% increase rate of interest. And the longer you earn that higher interest, the more you get to harness the power of compound interest, which is when the interest you earn starts earning interest and the money you earn on interest starts growing exponentially. So in five years, that same $1,000 account with $100 regular monthly deposits would have earned $250 in interest. So you went from $20 in one year to $250 in five years. In 10 years, the amount of interest would be $900. Can you see that these numbers are more than just doubling They're growing by bigger and bigger percentages every chunk of time. So why not let that exponential growth work for you? Especially if you already have money in a savings account, switching them over to a high yield savings account is just going to be earning money for basically no work. To find one of these high yield savings accounts, go Google, guess what? High yield savings account. And you will find multiple articles that list the possibilities and show the interest rates and fees and minimum balances. And you can choose the one that looks best to you and click and go open it up. While you're in there, set up a recurring deposit of however much money you've managed to stop spending thanks to the time you took to plug up the leaks. If you can do $50, great. $100, even better. The thing is, when you set up these deductions to happen automatically, it may seem painful, but you probably won't notice it, especially when you pay yourself first, meaning you put the money in savings before you even pay your bills. Don't wait to see what you have left over at the end of the month, because guess what? You're always going to spend however much money you get in a month. But when you pay yourself first, you kind of forget. It's really amazing. Take advantage of our adult, distracted brains and just have the savings deducted automatically. And the pain of trying to save money will automatically disappear. It's the craziest thing. And then 
P.S. If you end up needing the money later, well, it'll be sitting for you in a savings account and you can just borrow it from yourself. I'm challenging myself to use the writing of this episode as motivation to finally take the time to open a high yield savings account. I'm going to post about it on social media. Come find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I'll post a pic of my new savings account page on my stories. I would love to see yours too. Let's all just start earning more money by making just a few clicks on a website. What do you say? I've got a couple more ideas to get the money that you're already saving or spending to work for you after this break. Welcome back. So while you're dealing with your financial business, why don't you also shop for a new credit card that offers cash back on the purchases that you make the most, whether that's groceries, gas, or travel? I mean, if you're spending the money anyway, you may as well get something for it. And if you're spending a lot of money in a specific category, why don't you get a card that pays you extra cash back for that particular category? That's going to help you feel a lot better about the price you spend at the gas pump if you know you're getting 3% cash back on it, for example. Our biggest expense in my household is groceries, so I am looking for a credit card that pays the highest amount of cash back on our grocery purchases. Just be sure to also evaluate the annual fees and interest rates to make sure it's worth it. I use the cash back I earn on my business and personal credit cards to fund my massages, which is kind of a fun way to incentivize yourself to actually do the research to find the card that's going to pay you the best cash back. I like Bankrate.com and the Points Guy for this kind of information on credit cards. The Points Guy in particular gives the various offers from different card companies a monetary value, so you can really compare which are most valuable to you. Maybe you have a plane trip coming up that you need to buy tickets for, and I don't know when's the last time you looked at ticket prices for airplane rides, but they are high. You could get a credit card with the airline that you're going to fly on and get a bonus of enough frequent flyer miles to cover the cost of your trip. This is how we went to California for spring break this year. These cards do typically have an annual fee and high interest rates, so be careful about that. But a lot of them also have these promotional periods where you can make purchases with no interest for six months or even a year. Some credit cards may even offer you an incentive of a couple hundred dollars that you can apply toward a big purchase that you need to make. Of course, you do want to be confident that you can pay off the purchase before the no interest period ends. And you want to be mindful of what your interest rate will jump to after the promotional period ends and what the annual fee is. You do need to be a careful shopper. Just remember that banks are vying for your business and you can use their offers to your advantage if you are thoughtful about it. Your tiny assignment is to decide what you're going to do. Will you upgrade your traditional savings account to a high yield account? Or will you do a little competitive analysis on which credit card offers the rewards that are going to have the biggest impact on your bottom line? Remember, banks are paying to acquire and maintain customers. Maybe they can pay you. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. 
send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley. Don't forget the W. Or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 